On this week's episode of Third and Manageable, down and down the rabbit hole we go as the discussion for today is honesty while we reflect on past predictions that have gone awry. Then after that, we debate the remaining teams on the bubble as tensions reach their peak over the upcoming playoffs. And finally, we dive into the coaching carousel of who's on the hottest seat. Stay tuned. And welcome back to another edition of Third and Manageable. I am Shem Hanks. And I am Brad Roberts. And today we are going to focus on a little thing we like to call honesty. Or a retelling of the truth. Yes, a retelling of the truth. Truthyism is what we are going to have today. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 been a little bleak on some of our predictions. I feel from uh, the the predictions that we made at the start of the season so to, long ago. To now, yeah, um, a lot's transpired. We got a lot of things right, but there's some very blatant things that we got horribly wrong which i'm going to pat myself on the back early and often for everything that i got right but when you do that you have to take a little bit of that dirt in the face for the things that you got wrong so is this one of those things where we're throwing dirt in each other's face because we're too busy patting each other on the back i I, I mean i don't really want to pat you on the back for what you got right Maybe it'll be a little bit of like self-flagellation as well as, you know, whipping of each other. Did you say self-flagellation? Flagellation. Flagellation. Yeah. Flagellation would be like if you if you had a little poop poop come out. Okay. Flagellation, you're just like whipping yourself. See, you gotta you gotta drop down on those SAT words for me, okay? <laughs> So quickly on the record, do you know what penultimate means? Uh, I mean, I could spell it for you. Oh, that's close. <laughs> yeah, it came up where that was one of the words on my SATs that I was very proud that I knew the meaning of, which was the one before the last. So, you know, the one before like the final one. See, I would have just said it was uh, a very fancy pen. Oh, it's see? the ultimate pen. Penultimate. Yeah. All right. So let's take a look. We're through 14 weeks of the NFL season. Let's look at where we are in the standings and things that we've gotten right, things that we've gotten wrong. And so first off, I'm going to give us credit because, you know, the self-flagellation is going to happen here in a second. But I'm going to give us credit because at the bottom of the standings, we've got the Bengals, we've got the Giants, we've got the Dolphins, we've got the Redskins, we've got the Cardinals, we've got the Lions. Yeah, we were both pretty uh, confident that that was going to happen. I think you could have reordered those teams, you know, tossed them all in the Yahtzee Cup and, and spit them out, and you would have had the same teams, but just a different different uh, combination there. But um, it, it, they, they are the worst of the worst. Yeah, and before the season, you and I both got mad about an article that had the Arizona Cardinals winning like 13 or 14 games. Yeah. And we were trying yeah. to come up with like three games that they were going to win. And they've won three games. No, but <laughs> so, somebody was just sucking up to management there at, or just drunk at the wheel. You know, I mean, we've all had those kinds of nights where we're typing away and come out with something we don't believe at sure. all. But uh, that takes us to the first of the self-flagellation that I have to give upon myself. 
and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that went wrong for me. Yeah. I had them winning the division at the beginning of the year. Yeah. yeah. That was tough. Oh, but well, let's let's uh, just keep this going. Try to get it done real quick. Right. So um, since then, they traded Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I I was a believer that they were a quarterback away. They were bringing in Nick Folk. I Foles. Foles. Nick Folk is a kicker that used to kick for the <laughs> New York Jets, I believe. Uh, he's and then now has re-signed again with the Patriots after being cut yes. by the yeah. Patriots earlier this year. But Nick Foles is a quarterback that plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, and was a Super Bowl MVP for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, you know, somebody had to win it, and they couldn't give it to the entire defensive line for the Eagles. So, yeah, yeah, he was the MVP. And like, I don't know, thirty some odd episodes of us doing this, I can finally say Yannick Ngakwe. Well, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, but The uh, uh, defensive Josh Allen is really good at football. but Which I'm going to pat myself on the back. I was very high on Josh Allen. He has lived up to expectations. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, another part of the Jacksonville story is Telvin Smith has still not showed up. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know if he's just out of football. Um, we still haven't gotten any news as to the cause behind that but man they they are just a different team yeah um from the beginning of the season um now they've officially benched nick Foles, presumably for the rest of the season they're going with gardner Minshew starting as of last week which you know turned out horribly yes so um yeah jacksonville jaguars were terrible but i don't want you to be alone here so i'm gonna throw out one that um, All right. I was very negative on. I mean, you're going to have to take some dirt in the face on this one as well. Oh, good. But the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. What in the hell happened in New York? Yeah. I mean, both of us were predicting this team. Um, I think I had them lower than you, but I had them set as Four and twelve, if I remember correctly, mm. when we were making our uh, our full season predictions, and I mean they're they're nine and four. I'm predicting them to win in on Monday Night Football against the Steelers. So I mean this is a ten win team, presumably. So uh, yeah, we we really missed the boat on the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen playing well. That that defense is playing tremendously well with. Tredavious White, uh, and uh, I forget which one is which on the Edmonds brothers, but... Sure, uh, there's three of them that are going to be playing on Sunday, yeah. Right, yeah, so... um, But they are playing exceptionally well, and honestly, that offensive line is playing much better than I was expecting. Frank Gore is playing well, Devin Singletary is playing well, and how about those receivers? Yeah, John Brown is one of the best receivers in football this year. He's a what he's a top 15 guy according to not just nfl stats but fantasy as well cole beasley has now officially caught more touchdowns for a career in a single season than he ever did with the cowboys and when you're rating quarterbacks i mean that's a guy who used to catch passes from tony romo from dak prescott and i don't think 
you would have Josh Allen above either one of those guys. Am I right? Oh, no. No, So something is going right with Sean McDermott in Buffalo. They had a surprise playoff berth in, in 2017 with Tyrod Taylor, and now they are repeating that scenario just two years removed. So... Yeah, uh, I was definitely on board with you that the Bills were going to be one of the worst teams in football this year, and they have proven not to be. So, Well, and how crazy would it be with the New England Patriots having lost two games? Is it crazy to say that week 16, when the Bills go to Foxborough, that could be a game for the division? Insane to think about, especially <laughs> in reflection of where we were at the beginning of the year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so a playoff team that I will also eat some crow on, the Baltimore okay. Ravens. Oh. Yeah. Yep. And so I had at the beginning of the year that the Steelers were still going to be the team of the division, still going to win it, the NFC North in that the Cleveland Browns would be in the wild card, which we'll get to later. (laughs) Another swing and a miss. Another swing and a miss. But I figured that Baltimore was going to be a 500 squad, 8-8, and and that the Lamar Jackson experiment would look bad. Well, it's looked pretty good so far as Baltimore is 11-2. and I'll, I'll eat that crow with you too. I was very negative on Lamar Jackson. I'm. I think I was more you negative were? on him than you were, but we were both down on on Jackson and the the Ravens collectively. I did not see the success that he was going to have with Marquise Brown. Um, Mark Andrews has really stepped into his own. Mark Andrews may be the tight end of the future when you're referring to like the best tight ends in the league. I mean, right now, it for I mean past experience, it's been. You know, Travis Kelsey, Zach Ertz, Rob Gronkowski in that order. Maybe an Evan Ingram. But Mark Andrews is now moving up that that echelon to, I mean, would you put him as a top five guy perhaps? Sure. I mean, I think you have to. Yeah. Unique situation with them where they drafted Mark Andrews in the third round after drafting Hayden Hurst in the first round. <laughs> Well, you know, that's how some of those things work. That's yeah. why you get that backup guy. It's kind of like uh, uh, Kurt Cousins drafted in the fourth, sure. RG3 in the first. And who's still in the league? Kurt Cousins. Both. <laughs> I guess technically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, another swing and a miss. Um, I'm going to put this out there. I wasn't as high on this team, but they they certainly well underperforming what I was expecting. The Atlanta Falcons. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I I saw some of the chink the the cracks in the armor of that defense. I wasn't convinced that Dan Quinn was gonna solve it, but they have taken a huge step backwards. And that offense, I, I, when you have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Devonte Freeman, Austin Hooper. How are you bad? Yeah. How are you not in games? How are you not eking out some wins? But, I mean, they figure out a way to lose. (laughs) They figure out a way to lose is uh, the best way to put it. All right. So, before the season started, I had 
the New England Patriots and the New Orleans Saints in the Super Bowl. I still have that matchup in the Super Bowl, even with people saying the world is coming to an end with the Patriots. But in the AFC Championship game, I had the Patriots playing the L.A. Chargers, (laughs) who I predicted the L.A. Chargers would have won the AFC West. Boy, howdy, did they let me down this year. Phillip Rivers has thrown a plethora of interceptions. Melvin Gordon didn't even play his first game until however many weeks into the season. Defense has looked worse than, well, anyone should have imagined. It's not looking good for Anthony Lynn going forward. It's not looking good for the future of Phillip Rivers in L.A., yeah, I would say it looks much more bleak for Philip Rivers than Anthony Lynn. Yeah. Anthony Lynn's going to get a, a couple more years, but uh, Philip Rivers, I mean, I don't want to speak too soon, but are his days at an end mm. in what I keep wanting to say? Inglewood, yeah. <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah, but I'll eat some crow on that one. That was That was a bad prediction. Well, just speaking of uh, Super Bowl predictions... Oh, yes. (laughs) Tell me. So I had, at the beginning of the season, um, two number 12s playing against each other at quarterback for this season, and it wasn't Brady and Rodgers. Rodgers was one of them, but I had Andrew Luck as the other quarterback that was going to be facing off from the AFC. Um, Well, as it turns out, he is retired. Oh, (laughs) yes. Swing and a miss on that one, <laughs> as we say. Well, why didn't you predict the most outrageous sports story of the year? I mean, I <laughs> the Palantir lied to me, I guess. <laughs> I, I saw that this was going to happen, and um, a- apparently not. No, no. Luck is very unlucky, as it seems. Um, but just staying in that vein... Um, all right. I was high on these guys. They had a huge number of acquisitions, spent a ridiculous amount of money. But I was saying that the Oakland Raiders yeah. were going to be a playoff contender, sneak into that wild card spot. And I think with last week, they are officially eliminated. They got trounced by the Tennessee Titans. We'll get into the Titans later. Unfortunately, but um, uh, as it turns out, Antonio Brown never played it down for the Oakland Raiders. I mean, we're not counting preseason because nobody does. Um, Trent Brown has gotten into some trouble off the field. I mean, I was predicting a lot more from you, John Gruden, and it's just not worked out. So, uh, yeah, Oakland Raiders. I mean, they're 6-7. and seven. That's better than some people were predicting them to be, but um, definitely not that 10-6 and six, uh, ratio that I was expecting. All right, so speaking of Tennessee, let's just get this <laughs> over with, where at the beginning of the year, you and I both had them winning two or three games, like just not being a very good team out of the AFC South. You and I both have seen Tennessee play 
this year yes. against the Denver Broncos where Tennessee did not score a point. I was super low on Derrick Henry. I did not think Derrick Henry was going to have a very good year. Now he's leading the NFL in rushing. Well, right? Or no, to second. be fair, to be fair, uh, you were taking a lot of your cues on Derrick Henry from me. Second in the league in you, rushing, you, but yes, it's your fault. Yeah, I. you asked me a lot of questions on Derrick Henry. I warned you that you need to trade him as quickly as possible. He's not going to work out. Uh, you owned him in fantasy, and now you're, you know, you'd be a lot better if you would have hung on to him. Yeah, so speaking of swing and a miss, I traded Derrick Henry and Allen Robinson in our dynasty league. Now, granted, I did get Julian Edelman back in return and the number three overall pick, the 103 in next year's draft. So, yeah, well, you know, it, you probably still should have just hugged out. Yeah, pr- I would. <laughs> yeah, I would look much better with yeah. Derrick Henry and yeah. Allen Robinson right now. But yes, Tennessee is now playing for the right to be the division leader this week against the Texans. All right. So, uh, yes, both of us were very down on Tennessee. But is it possible we can put an asterisk on this? Because they were a horrible team when Mariota was the quarterback. Sure. And when we were making our predictions... We did predict correctly of how many games Mariota was going to play. Both of us said that Tannehill was going to take over at some point. The problem is neither one of us expected Tannehill from the time he came in to now playing as the highest rated quarterback in the league. Yeah. He is dominating, which is something he's never been known to do in college in 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 the NFL with Miami that just didn't happen. So it, can we put an asterisk on that? Mhm. I saw an interesting debate this morning, who would you rather play? And I'll give credit, it was on uh Good Morning Football. And the question was, who would you rather play against right now? Tannehill, Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers? I got no answer there. I mean, I obviously my answer is you don't want to play Rodgers. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. No. But at the same time, I, st- I how do you pick against Brady? I know yeah. he's not been playing well. He's 87 years old. But it's Brady in December. How many times have we sung this song and come up wrong where we're going, we're finally going to pick against the Patriots and then they just, you know, go out and win another Super Bowl. So uh, that's that's a tough question there. Um, how about we just gloss over it, don't answer it, and uh, I will just hit you sure. with something right between the eyes, which is you were way, way high uh, uh, smoking that, that, that Colorado tobacco um, on the – gangrene Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, they're in the playoff contention, but only technically. Yeah. <laughs> only it, because somebody has to win the East. 
And I think I actually get an extra beaten for this for thinking that Carson Wentz was going to be the MVP at the start of the year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was waiting for that. Yeah. So. <laughs> but hey, the Eagles, like you were saying, still got a chance to make the playoffs. So you're just not going to win like 13 games. So well, I mean, the injuries at the whole start of the season for the first six weeks, they were just trotting out anybody that was healthy in their secondary because everybody was hurt. And now those guys are back, and now they're throwing out anybody that's possible at the wide receiver position. Yeah. So in both categories, I mean, they have just been riddled with injuries. Jordan Howard missed his fourth straight game last week. Miles Sanders got hurt in that last game. Yeah. Uh, it's, Where it's, McCown was almost having to go out and play wide receiver also in that game. Right. They yeah. had their, their third tight end lining up in the slot almost yeah. the entire game just because Jeffrey's out, Deshaun Jackson's out, Nelson Aguilar's out. Uh, it, it's just sad. And I will also take the loss on this as well as most of the uh, national media pundits, and that is the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. They are currently sitting at six and seven. If they win out, they get, you know, nine and seven, so barely above five hundred. I had them as a wild card. I almost had them winning the division. You talked me out of them winning the division. You're welcome. And I was like, Yeah, but I still think they can be a wild card. Too much talent on that team. Now Freddie Kitchens is coaching for his job. OBJ is Rumors are are that he is asking out of Cleveland. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> Mayfield hasn't looked like the best quarterback of that draft. Not even potentially the top three quarterbacks of that draft. No, 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 no. Um, Defense has looked, well, rough, especially with Miles Garrett swinging his helmet at people. Do you think there's even the possibility that Kitchens keeps his job? Is is that in the realm of? I think you know, if they're nine and seven, he does. So they have to win out, and yeah. he can like they keep have to job. have a winning record. I don't think they do if they're five hundred or sub five hundred. He gets the blame, and then they try to get Lincoln Riley to leave Oklahoma. To come coach Cleveland. Nobody is leaving the top four colleges to go to Cleveland. You know, you leave Oklahoma, you leave Alabama, you leave Ohio State for the Dallas Cowboys, for the Denver Broncos, the New England Patriots of, of the NFL. You don't go from there to Cincinnati. You know, you don't go from there to Arizona. That That's just, that, that's not going to happen. Lincoln Riley has as much chance of going to Cleveland as Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> How does Ron Rivera look in Cleveland? I think Ron Rivera would be very good in Cleveland. They need, I mean, he's a, 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 a gruff kind of guy, mm -hmm. you know? Riverboat Ron. Yeah, I, I think Ron Defensive Rivera guy. would make a lot of sense there. Yeah. Um, All right. Do you have any more crow that you want to eat? You know, I think we've uh, we've we've had our fill here, but yeah. I think there's a couple of spots where we could, uh, you know, salvage our reputation and, and pat ourselves a little bit on the back. 
both of us um, did not believe any of the uh, media hype on the New York Jets. Oh, they no, are exactly yeah. where we predicted them to be. I think both of yeah. us had them at four wins, and that's where they're at. And, I mean, they may get one more, but that's it. Mm-hmm. I don't see them uh, eking this out. Um, you did have the Chicago Bears winning the division. Um, Which they are not going to do. <laughs> no, that's that's not going to happen. Um but uh, I, I will toss this at you. You did predict the San Francisco 49ers. I yeah. think they're exceeding some of your expectations. For but you sure. were much higher than I was on the, the 49ers. I saw them being potentially a 6-10 and 10 and Kyle Shanahan losing his job. And now it's looking like they're geniuses. I mean, they have the, the highest touted defensive line in the game right now. Jimmy Garoppolo just outdueled Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. That just happened. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, I also had the Saints beating the LA Rams in the NFC Championship game. Uh, now I'm just kind of hoping that the LA Rams make the playoffs. <clears throat> yep. So, I mean, there's there's a few areas where, uh, I mean, we could continue sure. patting ourselves on the back. I mean, I was very high on the Packers this year. Mm-hmm. You know, shocker that you just got to start trusting Aaron Rodgers. Um, it, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's looking pretty interesting. But let's, let's shift conversation to um, the playoff bubble. So you were mentioning an article before the show that there are... 16 teams that have a shot, you know, there's, uh, there's the 12 teams that are in right now, but there's four on the outside looking in, but three are from the NFC and only one is from the AFC. So why don't you start breaking that down of, I mean, who's, who are the division guys so far? We got the, the, the Patriots, we got the Ravens, we got the Chiefs, who actually the, the Chiefs have already locked up the division. They locked up the division, um, yep. And even with that loss, it's still looking like, I mean, the Texans have it for now, but... But they're playing for it this weekend. Team. Yeah, where the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans this Sunday are playing for the lead in the division. The Denver Broncos went into Houston and spanked the Texans. Spanked them. It was your classic trap game, a sub-500 team going, well, on the road, playing that early game, where if you're Houston, maybe you're coming off that Patriots win and you're kind of looking past the Broncos I, I think that's what it into was. Tennessee and I mean, it's just human nature. Like, you're not going to be as focused on a 4-8 and eight team well, as you are. They just looked like a team that was already game planning for Tannehill next week. Yeah. You know, they, they saw like, oh, they're trotting out a rookie against us. We can walk by Drew Locke. Not a big deal. And uh, they, they bit the bullet on that one. So now the Houston Texans will be going to Tennessee to face the Titans. And this is a... I mean, winner take all on the division, perhaps. Um, but Certainly. also, either one of these teams could be vying for that sixth seed in the playoffs, 
you know, were they to miss out on their division. I also think this is a must win for Tennessee because Tennessee has to play New Orleans next week. Yes, I I would say so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not familiar with what the the Texans have for the remaining schedule, but that next game for Tennessee, uh, that's that's not who you want to face when you're looking down the barrel of a playoff berth here. No, and out in the AFC as well on Sunday night we've got the flexed in game of the Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the Buffalo Bills. And so that could go a long way in deciding who is going to be the two wild card seeds or wild card teams in the AFC. Classic defensive grudge match. Uh, oh the, yeah. The... So right now, off the top of your head, what's going to be the final combined score? Uh, I would be hard pressed to say that this game goes over thirty total points. Okay, I, I could see seventeen thirteen. You know, that's yeah. that's where I would put it at. Yeah, and the Bills only a game behind the Patriots, as you said. The Ravens they've clinched a playoff spot. They haven't clinched the division yet because of the closeness in loss record, I guess, to the Steelers. Yes. All right. And let's look over at the NFC. Let's just start with the uh, nightmare that is the NFC East, where two teams are 6-7 and seven right now, tied for first place in the NFC East. Yes. Um, so it's the, the Eagles and Cowboys. Cowboys hold the tiebreaker edge at 6-7 and seven over the Eagles because they've already played once this season. Cowboys trounced them. Um, <clears throat> but looking at strength of schedule the rest of the way, uh, the Eagles barely eked out a win against the Giants on Monday Night Football, had to take it into overtime to win. Um, classic game of the Giants have lost nine straight. <laughs> They're bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and trotting out Eli Manning, 38 year old, almost 39. Looked great for the first half with the entire Manning family in attendance. Oh, Peyton was cheering so hard, but you know, Eli just couldn't bring it together in the third and fourth quarter. Well, that's a story we've been talking about for a couple of years now. You know, if, if you're not going to give Saquon Barkley 25 carries, you kind of deserve to lose when you're ahead by two touchdowns. To lose your job? Wait, no, that's our next segment. Ah, All right, next let's segment, yeah. Next segment. But back to the strength of schedule. Um, so the Philadelphia Eagles have the Redskins, and then they face the Cowboys, and then they finish up again with the uh, New York Jet Giants. Excuse me. Again in Week 17. Now the Cowboys have a little bit tougher. They're facing the Rams this week at home. Then they go on the road to Philly, as I mentioned. And then they finish up with the Redskins. That Redskins game may save them, but, I mean, week 16 against the Eagles is must win. You have to. Have to. They have to win this week against the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I think either one of these teams have to win out to, if they do, they automatically win it. But again, both these teams are six and seven. Are we really expecting 
either one of these teams to actually win out. No, this is going to be one of those things where, again, somebody's still going to stumble right at the finish line, and it's going to come down to that week 17, I think. So, <clears throat> How crazy is it looking at, uh, I guess, the current standings where one of those teams is going to have home field advantage most likely against one of the NFC West teams. Yeah, but it's I don't think it's going to help them. Whether <laughs> it's in Philly, whether it's in Dallas, um, I don't think it actually matters. Whether it's Seattle that has to travel 2,800 miles to Philadelphia or San Francisco has to go down to Texas. Uh, the NFC East team, whoever it is going to be, they're going to get crushed. Mm-hmm. It's just, they don't deserve to be in it and you're not going to, you're not going to pull it out at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> and right now the Rams are playing for their lives to try and get into the playoffs and the Vikings have to lose to let the Rams have a chance. Yes. They hold a one game lead on the Rams Um, Neither one of these teams have played each other this season, so there's no tiebreaker. It would come down to uh, division records if um, these two teams finish with the same record at the end of the season. Um, But just rattling off the top of the division leaders thus far with um, with, uh, the the NFC, excuse me, uh, it's... We got the... Oh man, I'm just stumbling on words here. We got the Cowboys six and seven. We got the Packers who are ten and ten and three. Now they're trying to hold on to that division over the Vikings. So uh, it could be interesting to see if the Vikings are even vying for that wild card spot. Maybe they sneak into the division here. I, I don't know. Oh. That that could be interesting. But the Saints, uh, I mean. 10 and 3, the next closest team is the Bucks. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have the division wrapped up. They're playing for that first round bye, which they lost an advantage to this last weekend against the 49ers. Yes. But the last division we're discussing here is this is really the kicker here. We got the 49ers at 11 and 2, but the Seahawks are 10 and 3. Now, the Seahawks dropped a a ridiculous game last week to the Rams. The Rams were in a must win. Well, some of us predicted that it would go that way. You predicted them out of necessity because I was trying to stick it to you and I ended up sticking it to myself. But. <laughs> oh, Icarus, talk to me. <laughs> oh, such hubris. Um, but here's the thing. I mean, the, the 49ers have the division wrapped up right now. They have the number one uh, uh spot in the NFC home field advantage but were they to drop next week against the Seahawks things could turn right around for the the 49ers cuz the Seahawks already beat the 49ers once this season if their uh, Seahawks are a game behind they beat the 49ers now they got the same record and the Seahawks hold that tiebreaker over them so what once is a uh, the San Francisco 49ers flying high because they just won a nail biter against the Saints and they got home field advantage throughout. And now they're going to be sliding into the five seed with no 
uh, playoff advantage and home field advantage. So could be very interesting to see how this NFC plays out because you got the situation with the Cowboys, the 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 Rams are are still in it potentially, um, and that shakeup of who's going to be one, who's going to be five out of the NFC West. Right. All right. So let's talk about coaches. All right. Yeah. Who? So let's just preface this a little bit. So there have been teams already this year who have let their coach go. We've got Washington. We've got uh, Carolina. Yep. Jay Gruden was fired. What was it? Week five, week six? Very early on. Yeah. Yeah. And Riverboat Ron is no more. Yeah. And so this is the time of year where people let their head coaches go so that they can start their coach search for next year. So we are both going to give our guy who is the next person to go, who is on the hottest of hot seats where they might not make it to Tuesday. I like it. I like it. How about you go first, give me your first runner-up, and then give me your guy. Who is the next one to be fired? And try to put it into a, when does he get fired? Mm. Put that out here. Is he fired after this week, after 16? Or do you not see another midseason firing? Uh, not really midseason anymore. but sure. yeah. um, end of season, during the season. <laughs> during season firing. Yeah, I guess Um, my runner-up would be Doug Marone, just because of how that Jacksonville team has underperformed. But my guy is Pat Shermer, Mm. the New York Giants head coach. So the Giants this week are at home against Miami. Here's the weird part. I might actually pick Miami in this game. Ooh. It might be the first time this year where I've actually thought that Miami has a chance to win. If the Giants get dropped by Miami, Shermer's not making it to Tuesday. You had brought up before that they don't really have another coach, someone else to go to. I don't know if that necessarily matters. You're in New York, you've got strong ownership, you've got ownership that doesn't really tolerate losing at this level, and if they lose to this Miami team at home, ooh, it's done. Shermer's getting that pink slip. Well, and especially the way they lost last week as well. I mean, I can absolutely agree with that. Um, So, uh, yeah, Pat Shermer, very high on the list. Um, I'm gonna just gonna throw out a, a, a different name here to, to to think about, okay? But answer this question for me. So we know that the team with the longest losing streak right now is the New York Giants. Which team has the second longest losing streak currently? It's a tie between Detroit and Arizona. Are you are you on the page of uh, yes I am I'm right looking now? at it that's that's <laughs> yeah. cheating that's cheating okay uh, you got the answers uh, written on your palm there okay so Lions and Cardinals it's not going to be Cliff Kingsbury this is his first year I think we were all expecting them to win you know three to five games that's what we predicted anyways not fourteen <clears throat> not fourteen oh, okay no, yeah no definitely not 
think Cliff Kingsbury wrote that article. So <laughs> I'm going to put Matt Patricia mm. as my runner up this season. And now this is this is why I, uh, they spent a ton of money. This was supposed to be the year where they jumped out. I mean, it, look at last year. There was a lot of questions with Kirk Cousins based upon, you know, he can't win the big games. Uh, Aaron Rodgers hadn't been to the playoffs in three years. And, you know, as it turns out, the Chicago Bears, they were a soft division winner last year. You know, they they lost their first game uh, at home against the Eagles. And they did not live up to expectations this year. Trubisky eventually got benched. The Lions spent... I mean, how many millions of dollars on that defensive line? They they recommitted their offense with Carrion Johnson. Uh, this was supposed to be their year to really take that step forward, and they have taken a huge step back. This is a team that was you know three two and one uh, to start the season. You know they were looking pretty good. And it's just been terrible ever since. So Matt Patricia is going to be my runner up. But as my number one guy, he's actually your honorable mention. Mm. And that is Doug Marone, which hurts me to say, you know, I'm a Doug yeah. Marone guy. I, I was, I was pretty big on him. I, I told you, um, what was it? Two years ago when they uh, went to the AFC championship with Blake Bortles, I didn't think they would do that good. But I was predicting real hard that he was going to transform that defense just based upon the history that he had with the Bills. I mean, he led um, that year that he had with Kyle Orton at quarterback. They had like 56 sacks in a season. It was just insane. They were, they were incredible. And in his first year with the Jacksonville Jaguars, he did the same thing with Calais Campbell and uh, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, Malik Jackson. They were very special, very special, but they have not got it together. As you said, the the story around town was that they were a quarterback away and Nick Foles has just not been the guy. He looks like Jeff Fisher is his coach again. So Doug Marone is my guy. Um, I'm going to put it out there. I think Doug Marone gets fired this week week oh this rough. week is when he goes i think last week when he benched Foles in favor of Minshew, Minshew was saving his job if he could he could uh eke out a couple of wins but to lose in the way that they did 45 to 10 against another four win team really uh no you you can't do that and keep your job i think they're gonna lose again this week and Doug Marone is going to find a pink slip on his office door. Mm. All right. So you weren't prepared for this, but we have three weeks left in the season. Who is your defensive MVP? Defensive MVP. Um... Last week you had Shaq Barrett. I had Shaq Barrett. For me, it is still Shaq Barrett. I'm going to stick with Shaq Barrett, but I'm going to put a little, you know, honorable mention here for, uh, I'm still on the Logan Ryan train. Mm. Um, Too much love for Logan Ryan. He's playing incredible. Yeah. Um, I I don't believe the Vegas odds that you were bringing up earlier about how Stephon Gilmore is the, 
the leader leader yeah. to in the odds makers to win defensive player of the year. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I, my response to you was the same that it is now. And that is he's not even the best defensive back on his team, let alone in the league. Yeah. So. Yeah, that seems pretty wild to me because I'm also with you where I think Logan Ryan is the best defensive back in football and that Stephon Gilmore is yeah. the odds maker favorite right now. Yep. That's shocking. Yep. And as high as I am on Logan Ryan, I'm still not picking him as a defensive player of the year. I could see it happening, but I just don't think he's the guy. I yeah. think they're going to go for the sack leader, um, Shaq Barrett. Who um, has 15 now. Yeah. He just... It just keeps happening. Yeah. It just, yeah, right. This is, this is incredible. All right. So give me your MVP. Last week you had Russell Wilson. I had Lamar Jackson. I'm sticking with Lamar Jackson. And you are going with? Uh, I don't want to say. I don't want to say it. <clears throat> um. Jameis Winston. Brad just said Jameis Winston into no, the microphone. No, oh, no. no. Okay. Not true. Not true. Um, <clears throat> can I just turn this into a four-way uh, tie here? <laughs> Unless the other three guys are Christian McCaffrey. No. Christian McCaffrey is one of them. <laughs> I'm going to say the top four guys right now. Um I don't know who it's going to be. I th still think Russell Wilson is in contention despite that bad week he had. Um, I think the last three weeks are really going to show who it is. Lamar Jackson going to be playing hurt this next week if he plays at all with that back injury. Um, Christian McCaffrey is up there. And I would like to say Aaron Rodgers, but I'm going to throw a different name at you this time. I'm ready. Rodgers should be in contention. But holy cow. Michael frickin' Thomas. Yeah. What, How many catches does he have right now? 112? 121. 121 catches. This is week 14 that he did this in. He's having one of the greatest seasons for a wide receiver that I've seen since Calvin Johnson had a 2,000 receiving yards season. So Michael Thomas, 121 receptions, over 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns, and he's been targeted 147 times. Yeah. And bear in mind, they had a game manager in Teddy Bridgewater for five weeks. There's an argument that Drew Brees is a game manager right now. Possibly, possibly, but just... I just I don't know what those stats would look like were I mean Drew Brees is better than Bridgewater. There's no question on that, even at his age. So I it's just insane. I, I gotta throw him in there as at least an honorable mention, round out the top four, top five. Um, but I all right, fine, I'll say it. I think the leader right now, I I just don't see it happening the rest of the season. Something's gonna give. But as of right now, I would take Lamar Jackson as the the best option if the season ended right now. Maybe like a, a fractional percent above Russell Wilson and Christian McCaffrey and, and those other guys. Yeah. 
All right, so that takes us into our bold prediction segment, as well as regular predictions. And uh, this is an odd week. This is an odd week, so I get to go first. first. So right now, you are at 47, 30, and 1. You picked up a bonus point last week for your Drew Locke prediction. You're welcome. I am at 43 and 33. I'm now only four games behind. A few weeks ago, you were in double digits. Like, it was not looking good at all for me. I, well, you were embarrassed to say what the overall score yeah, was. Yeah, I was That's on how bad it was. full-on life support. And over the last few weeks, I've been chiseling away. You flew a little too close to the sun. And here I am, back in the game I with got a only cocky and started making some dumb picks. You yeah, know? I was trying to go for the 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 jugular. The... You're going for the, but you know, here I am making it a game again. <clears throat> All right, so I get to start us off, and I'm going to take a primetime game. Ooh. I am going to take the Ravens <laughs> over the Jets. Wow, such a shocker. <laughs> Such a shocker that you do that, but you're going to look really silly if Trace McSorley is the starting quarterback instead of Jackson. I would look silly because RG3 would be the backup to... Would he really? He would be. Yeah, until he gets hurt on the second play of the game. (laughs) All right, so um, fine. I'll do this. Um, I... Dang it. All right, so I'm going to go for my favorite. They're a huge favorite, and they may even be cheaters. We don't know. But the New England Patriots, I'm, I feel pretty certain they're going to beat the 1-12 uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. I mean, the well, Bengals especially are now, at home. Now that and, they've uh, looked at all their coaches and what they call on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's so difficult to go into Cincinnati and win. But uh, I think Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are going to eke it out this week. All right. Well, I am also going to take my favorite, and that is the New Orleans Saints against the Indianapolis Colts. Bring it on. Bring it on. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. So uh, I'll just go for my primetime game, which this was the one I was going with anyways. Oh, okay. Uh, The Buffalo Bills. Mm. I trust that offense more than I trust any quarterback named Duck. Quack, <laughs> right. quack. Yeah. So, well, uh, ducks fly together, so... Yeah, but this whole, you know, oh, Duck Hodges has won his first two games. Yeah, well, he's not going to win the third one. Uh, <laughs> the Bills are going to win this one. All right, well, that will take me to my home team, which I will take the Niners over Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one to go for. Um, I'm going to go for my uh, away team here, and okay. that is coming off a loss. I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to beat up on the Carolina Panthers. I don't like that the Seahawks are traveling across country, mm. but Riverboat Ron just got fired. Christian McCaffrey can't do it all. And, you know, I'm going to trust Pete Carroll to drop something special for Kyle Allen. So, and you, I'm not going against Russell Wilson coming off a loss. <laughs> so they're, they're fighting for their lives on the division here. They, they smell it. 
If they can win this week, then it's no holds barred for week 16 against the, the 49ers. And so I'm going to give my away team, and I was hopeful that you would pass on that particular primetime game because I was just going to swoop in and take the Bills away from you. <laughs> no. But instead, I will also take a team fighting for their division lives, mm. and that is the Eagles nice over the Redskins. Yes. I smell a wince here. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> Well, I haven't picked them all year long. You can check the tape on this. <sighs> but, uh, man, it's really hard not to. I want to say the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, wow. I, 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 I want to. Wow. I, I'm, I, I'm not going to. Okay. I okay. want to real bad. But I'm going to go. I don't think I can go in the other directions. Didn't I just use my away team? Yes, I, with Seattle. I did just use my away team. I was going to go the other direction and say, uh, yeah, you know. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah, Browns, I know. Which is another team which I haven't picked yet. Um, but you know what? I'm going to go for another team that's fighting for that division. They are the underdog. Oh, I know Let's where you're take going. The Dallas Cowboys mm. over the Los Angeles Rams. Um they got to win at some point. Otherwise, if if they lose this game, I think the division is over. Because I don't see Wentz losing to the Redskins, right? That's not going to happen. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, Cowboys over the the Rams. At home, mind you. At home. I, I wanted to make, like, a super bold prediction about the uh, Broncos being the Chiefs. but But I'm not ready to go there just yet. <clears throat> So instead, I'm going to do a different bold prediction for my underdog, a team that I had talked about a little bit earlier that I have picked against week after week after week. I'm picking the Miami Dolphins <laughs> to beat okay. the New York okay. football sure, giants. Sure, sure. I, I can see it. Giants are terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you do realize... The moment you start believing in Ryan Fitzpatrick is the day he runs out of Fitz magic. It's the way it always works. <laughs> it's like Tinkerbell. Once you stop believing. <laughs> now that you've picked the Dolphins, you do realize the Giants are going to win this game by 30 points. It's they might lay like a, a 50 burger. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be like 42 to 14. Yeah. And uh, This gonna is going to go silly. bad, I can see. Yeah. Well... I'm going to go for a divisional matchup, mm, a I... monster game Oh, here. yes. Now, this player is uh, doing real well for himself, and it, it, this could be a really close game, but I just I feel it in my guts here, and uh, I think you know where I'm going here. Mm -hmm. You want to just uh, predict it here? Huh? I believe that you are taking your home team as the Tennessee Titans. Uh, so close. Oh. I'm trusting good old Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's at a good home one. Yeah. Against the Chicago Bears. Oh. The Packers are going up against a tough defense. I mean, Khalil Mack and company. Uh, I don't want to go against Khalil Mack in a dark alley, but I think Aaron Rodgers can survive. He's fighting for the playoffs. If they win this game, 
They can wrap up the division uh, perhaps as early as next week. So uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers against the Chicago Bears. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So now we get to give our statistical predictions. Okay. And I will lead us off by saying that tomorrow night, Thursday night, the New York Jets do not score a touchdown while the Baltimore Ravens, regardless of who their quarterback is, scores over 40 points. Ooh, so this is a blowout from from point A to oh, point B. Oh yeah, no just from the beginning, just zero. No, I mean, did you see that Le'Veon Bell bowled a two fifty two? Oh yeah, he so... did great while he was sick. Like he just you <laughs> oh, know crushed so, it, so puny. Crushed but now it. he's gonna be great coming off that high from uh, being yeah. a bowling champion. I did see um, that Baltimore's defense this year, the most comparable that they are in their franchise history is to the 2001 Baltimore Ravens defense. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't want to believe that. But Earl Thomas is really flipping good. And Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphreys. And Come on, I made a joke there. Real flipping, flipping good. Flipping good. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. I got so. you good. Yeah, yeah, Flip, flipping. All right, so I'm going to go for kind of an off-the-wall pick here. Um but I'm going to say of all these matchups this week, okay, I didn't trust the Broncos last week. Mm, it's true. But I'm going to make up for it. I'm going to trust them this week. Now, I didn't put them in my bold predictions. I think that's still a little too early to be jumping on the Drew Locke train. But how about this? Okay. The Denver Broncos-Kansas City Chiefs game, even though it's in Kansas City, I think more points are scored in that game than the rest of the league. No right. game is going to have a higher over than the Broncos Chiefs game. Whether that's 55 points, 65 points, 75 points, I think that game is just back and forth. I believe in Drew Locke. I mean, he just dropped 38 points against the Texans, and we know Patrick Mahomes can score points. So even though I'm kind of going against the Denver Broncos defense here, um, I just, I see a high scoring game, you know? Yeah. And I like where you're going with that Denver KC game, because that is also where I am going. Uh Uh-huh. You're going to be at that game? Well, no, I'm not going there, but I'm saying that's where I'm going with this prediction. Ah, Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Bring it. Drew Locke, if you have been around me over the last, like, 10 days, I have been saying that Drew Locke is the greatest quarterback that's ever been and ever will be. Now I am backing it up this week by saying Drew Locke finishes with a better QBR than Patrick Mahomes. Whoa, doggies. Uh... I mean, I'm... Patrick Mahomes is what's been. Drew Locke is what will be. I don't know what is going to be on Sunday, but uh, sure, I'm I'm all for that. Um, I'm I'm owning stock in uh, some Noah Fant and Cortland Sutton, so if that's <laughs> yep. possible, um, I could look real smart in the fantasy playoffs round two. Oh yeah, Drew Locke is going to show Patrick Mahomes that to eat a steak in Missouri, you do not put ketchup on it. 
which is disgusting. Yeah, that's nasty. I can't oh. believe that a person actually does that. I mean, it's got to be some real rancid meat you're eating to oh, dump yeah. ketchup on it. It's got to be like super overcooked. You're just trying to get like yeah, some like I mean, anything on does it. Does Patrick Mahomes even own a Traeger? I mean, he's yeah. rich now. Sure. I own a Traeger. Yeah. And it's delicious. I don't put nothing on it. I barely put seasoning on it. You just toss that sucker with some hickory smoked pellets in there. Woohoo! <laughs> mm. Yes. True luck. My man. Okay, so um, for my last statistical prediction, not really a statistical prediction, but I did this um, a few weeks back. You let it slide. I'm going to see if I can do it again. But it was in a different area. Around, I want to say it was week five, I made the prediction that Case Keenum was going to get benched in that game against the Chicago Bears. I said he was going to have a horrible game. He's going to get benched midway, and Dwayne Haskins was going to come in and finish the game. Well, didn't happen. Case Keenum had a horrible game, but he didn't get benched. And it wasn't until I think it was next week that he eventually got benched for, I think it was Colt McCoy, in fact. Mm. Um, all the more reason why John uh, Jay Gruden got fired. <laughs> sure. But uh, I think there's going to be another firing. And I already said it earlier in the podcast. I'm going to say before we do our next podcast... Doug Marone is not the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll probably meet back here, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Doesn't matter. Doug Marone will be fired after this week. Hey, I respect it. Calling your shot. I'm just saying yeah. he's he, the, the Raiders are on a losing streak here. Something's got to give. Um, I think Gruden finally puts it together. They beat the Jaguars. Whether it's uh, close or ugly, doesn't matter. Marone's had his chance. I think they're going to let him go. And uh, I think you're going to be seeing Dom Capers as the interim coach for the last two games. That sounds great. All right. So that's what's going to happen this week. We have declared it out into the universe. Yep. We're never wrong. We're never wrong as we discussed today. (laughs) Right about everything. All right, and so with that, next week we will be back with you. Marone's not going to be the coach of Jacksonville. Uh, Drew Locke is going to be the greatest quarterback that's ever been or ever will be. It's true. It's true. I'm still going to be winning in our bold predictions, though. And I'm still going to be Shem Hanks. And I am Brad Roberts. And we'll talk with you all next week. Bye. So jump if you're with me, yeah. So jump if you're with me, yeah. I got the flow, you all gotta go. So go get your bag so we can go, go, go. Oh, oh, oh.